Hello again out there in Bird Lane. It's Anson Tempest along with the... Chip Darmstadt. And here we are. Uh, we've made it to August. And um, we won't talk about September quite yet, but we've made it to August. And um, August is a month where, you know, some of us may be doing some traveling, maybe um, getting beyond our borders a little bit. And you recently, I guess, um, went to Maine and saw some neat birds? Yeah, had a little mini vacation in Maine. Went up to Booth Bay Harbor uh, with Charlie, who you've, you've met and has been on the show. Um, yeah, we went on a puffin watch, puffin watch slash whale watch. Mm-hmm. And we, we didn't see a single whale, uh, but we saw lots of puffins. Mm. So they, they have uh, scheduled tours. You can You can take a charter out. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we went with Captain Fish. Captain Fish um, Whale Watch, I guess it's called. It's out of Booth Bay Harbor, and there's there's a, there's several of these places uh, along the coast in Maine where you can get on a charter uh, whale watch or puffin cruise and go out to some of these nesting islands. Uh, puffins are pretty hard to see from shore, so you have to get on a boat and go to one of these breeding islands. And the one we went to is called Eastern Egg Rock. It's probably, I'm going to say, the southernmost nesting colony of puffins in the U.S. No, no, a puffin is probably the, it's a, it's a colorful, um, and I want to use, I probably shouldn't use the word cute, but they're adorable little things. And you see lots of them there. Are, so they're, they're nesting on these, um, these islands? Yeah, they nest in burrows uh, on this island, Eastern Egg Rock and Matinicus Rock and other islands to the north. And I'm not sure how many nest there. I'm going to guess 50 pairs or so. And yes, I I think we can say they're cute. They're adorable, Um, or at least charismatic. Um, You know, this penguin-like appearance. They're they're an auk, an alcid, and this amazingly colorful, multicolored bill and uh, it's, you know, there's a couple other species of puffins and no other bird in the world has has a bill like this. And, uh, yeah, they nest on this rock, um, uninhabited island. I think it's only about 15 acres in size. And it's actually a conservation success story because they had been wiped out from most of the nesting islands in Maine and, and they're back nesting again. Mm. Yeah, the only, the only puffin I've seen is in a gift shop. Yeah, <laughs> you can you know uh, you can see them further south in the winter, um, and actually I think there's one record for for Vermont. But if you want your best chance of seeing a puffin, you can go on one of these puffin cruises. Um, Booth Bay Harbor is the one again that's furthest south, going out to Eastern Egg Rock, and uh, unfortunately you don't get super close to the island, and you can't land on the island. Um, but you can see them from the boats, um, swimming and flying and occasionally perched on the island. Um, and now is the time when, you know, they have young that are starting to fledge. So if you're going to do this, you need to do it soon before uh, they go out to sea and they're harder to find. Um, or there's always next year. Uh, I think the, the prime season is probably, you know, mid-June and July and, and early August for mm-hmm. these Cruises. And and how long is the cruise from the from the from the shore? Is it a is it a long jaunt out there, or is it uh, pretty fast? Uh, it's about an hour hour and a half, and it's a very scenic ride going through the islands um, in the Booth Bay Harbor area. So it's a beautiful ride out there. Um, 
I always wish you can spend more time. I think you go around the island twice um, to look at the puffins, and then we made a beeline for the whale um, area. Um, so you spend maybe 20 minutes um, checking out the puffins and lots of other birds that nest there as well. Um, Arctic tern, roseate tern, um, razorbill sometimes, which is another auk, another relative of the puffin. Um, and guillemots, lots of guillemots, another puffin relative. Mm, good stuff. We've got some other, uh, we got another rare sighting in, across New England, New York. Something is, is turned up again? Yeah, something very pink. Uh, <laughs> roseate spoonbill, not in Vermont yet, but uh, I think all the surrounding states have had um, one or more roseate spoonbills show up, which is Incredible, obviously. Um, I don't think there's any records ever for Vermont, but occasionally roseate spoonbills disperse north. I think it's after like, a really good breeding season, followed by a, sh- a shortage of food, and so individuals go wandering. And believe it or not, there's one in Gorham, New Hampshire, right now. Uh, there's also uh, at least two in New York, one on Long Island and one at Montezuma National Wildlife Refuge in Seneca County. Um, that's near, I think it's near Syracuse. Um, there's one in Connecticut in the New Haven area. And I'm not sure about Massachusetts, but um, there may be there one there as well. But, you know, they've made, there's been, you know, 10 or more in New England in the Midwest. Uh, so it's pretty remarkable. Yeah, this is a bird that uh, um, is sort of your classic southern bird, right? Like Florida, middle of the winter type sighting, but they're very beautiful. Yeah, they're so gorgeous. Um, uh, you know, pink and white and some bright pink patches on the wings with a crazy bill, this spoon-shaped bill for catching fish and, and invertebrates. And yeah, they nest in Florida, Texas, they're along the Gulf Coast and Florida. I don't know how far north they usually get. I'm going to say, guess Georgia, but you know, they're a southern bird. Um, they nest in, in extensive marshy areas down south. Uh, so it's pretty amazing to have some showing up in New England this year. And not just one bird, as I said, there's there's multiple individuals out there. Um, the closest probably being this bird in Gorham, New Hampshire. Yeah, Gorham's not too too far away. It must be interesting to see this pink bird in the uh, in the New England habitat. With a, It must be a, a totally different yeah, experience. It must be. It's just so out of place. But uh, yeah, I haven't seen one myself, but... Uh, uh, if you get on eBird and you look up Rosie's Spoonbill, you can find out where they're being seen. Um, yeah, and uh, you know this is not um, unprecedented. There are um, other the mini invasions of spoonbills coming north um, in other years, but uh, I don't know this this no, this number of spoonbills this far north is I think quite unusual. Yeah, good stuff. Well, some um, some August sightings in and around uh, New England, uh, the spoonbill, and also. Um, off to Maine to see the puffins. Kind of fun. Well, good. Well, we're heading towards uh, we're heading towards the, the middle of August, and um, things are uh, things are still summer like out there. And enjoying, I saw some chimney swifts the other day, and that always makes me think of summer. So that was kind of fun. Nice, nice. Yeah. Well, and if anyone out there sees a pink bird, <laughs> call me <laughs> or email because uh, who knows? I'm sure one of those spoonbills could show up in Vermont this summer too. 
Good stuff. All righty, we got to fly out here for another weekend. I'm Anson Tebbets. I'm Chip Darmstadt. Or the birds.